Chapter 4 Leaving Your Comfort Zone If we're going to follow Jesus, we are going to move out of our comfort zone again and again. The Bible guarantees it. So let's first take a look at what our comfort zone is. How do we get into a comfort zone in the first place? We've seen that the enemy is after our soul. The soul is the mind, emotions, and will, and he tries to influence our decisions by introducing thoughts and pressuring us with circumstances. Then we saw that we can see from God's Word what we can have. If we can imagine it and believe it, we can have it. We can do what God says we can do if we can see ourselves doing it. That's why the devil tries to capture our minds. Whatever occupies our minds, what we see and believe in our soul, is going to determine our destiny. If we want to experience God's perfect will and fulfill His purpose in our lives, we must make right choices and our choices are made from the strongest images and thoughts in our minds. The enemy will always try to create a comfort zone based upon images and thoughts that are contrary to what the Word of God says about us. He gets us to continue making bad decisions because we are stuck in that comfort zone. One of the reasons we don't make right decisions is because of our past experiences. We may be born again, but our past is still affecting our choices. That's where renewing our mind becomes vital. When we renew our minds with God's Word, we literally renovate our belief system, our patterns of thought, our imagination, and our emotions to come out of an ungodly comfort zone into a godly comfort zone. We are turning from the low life, living disconnected from God, to the high life, living as a child of God. Reprogramming Our Beliefs if we didn't get saved as young children or were saved but were not taught to keep our minds renewed in God's Word, we probably have been programmed by the enemy. Therefore, to live the high life in Jesus Christ, we need to enter into the process of reprogramming and retraining the way we think, imagine, speak, and act. We begin by recognizing that many of the things we have seen and heard and learned in the past came from the world's systems and the enemies of God. For example, the world tells you that as you get older you will have serious health problems like arthritis and loss of memory. You will run out of energy and creativity and retire at age 65. But that's not what the Bible says. People who love and serve God do not grow old like that. Moses didn't lead the children of Israel out of Egypt until he was over 80 years old, and when he died, his eye was not dim nor his natural force abated. Deuteronomy 34.7 Moses was on the job until he died, and he didn't die because of sickness. He just went to heaven when God said, It's time. Consider Abraham and Sarah. Genesis 17.17 17 tells us that Sarah was ten years younger than Abraham. When they went down to Egypt, and Pharaoh wanted to take Sarah into his harem, Abraham was seventy-five years old. That means Sarah was sixty-five. But Abraham said, Tell the Egyptians you're my sister because, baby, you're too good-looking and that Pharaoh will want to kill me if he knows you're my wife. Now we know Pharaoh wasn't taking any women into his harem that didn't look fine. The girl had something going at 65. Abraham did all right, too. After Sarah died, Genesis 25 tells us that Abraham took another wife and had more children. He was over 120 years old. This is not just an Old Testament phenomenon. There is no mention that any of the first apostles died sick. Church history tells us that they were all executed except John, and John was a vital participant in the church until he went to heaven. 
If you have been programmed by the world to believe you will struggle with all the curses and diseases your family has had, that you will get the flu and all your neighbors get the flu, and that you will die sick, then you need to renew your mind to get some God-given beliefs. You need to renovate that old stinking thinking with the Word of God.